Get the giggle. Yeah, it's always important. Hello, bonjour, and <laughs> wagwan, everyone. I am one of your hosts for the DNA Airways. Thank you for joining us once again. I'm here with my partner in crime, Anthony Lewis. How you doing today, sir? Good, man. Good to be here. I'm, not, I'm no longer frozen. <laughs> I just looked at myself and I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, man, I'm good. And I'm excited about today's chat. We have uh, a number of guests. Um, what is it? What are we at? A quarter of the actual group? That's right. My math's good on that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we have with us today, I might have to just let everyone introduce themselves. We have the popular band, The Commotions, which is a really fun, funky, um, I guess, spinoff of a great era of music, which was the Motown era. Um, so yeah, we're excited to have Rebecca, Brian, and Jeff with us. Um, I said I was going to let you introduce, <laughs> but I just did. Um, but yeah, why don't you guys? Why don't we just go go th- go around the room and kind of everyone can introduce themselves and your kind of your role in the band. How about that? Ladies first. We're starting with Rebecca. Hello, my name is Rebecca Noel. How's the sound? Is that good? It's a good sound. You guys can Sounds hear me? great. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah good. I'm Rebecca yeah. Noel. I I sing the songs. <laughs> I sing uh, the songs with Jeff, and I guess that's my role in the band right now. Nice. Is um, I front it and uh, a little bit of artistic, uh, you know, um, uh, additions every once in a while, whenever necessary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> nice. 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 It's a big yeah. role. <laughs> Exciting. And then uh, Mr. Jeff. Hi. Uh, my name is Jeff Rogers. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of the singers in the band as well. Uh, okay. And uh, and I've co-written a bunch of songs with Brian nice. uh, over the years. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, usually standing there with a microphone in between songs and making weird <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when the band doesn't start song oh, after song right. quick enough i'm gonna Gosh, say something you. dumb yeah, yeah. that right. is what i bring to the gift table of gab each and every show gift. yeah that's a yeah that's right. another huge role okay yeah all right well brian don't let us down we've had two great starts <laughs> tell us about yourself sir i i play saxophone in the band uh, uh okay and okay. uh I, I i run the band behind the nice. scenes uh but i'm the guy in the back on stage Gotcha. And uh, I do uh, do a lot of the writing uh, with mm. Jeff and Rebecca, who are both fantastic writers, nice. and uh, a lot of the uh, the arranging. So, yeah, super fun. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell it sounds like a lot of fun with just the three of you. I'm sure it gets pretty crazy with everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. It does. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we have a lot of ground to cover because I just yeah. had I had a couple questions initially and just thought of like twelve more actually. So, all right, um, see you later. We'll try and fly through this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good yeah. chat. Um, why don't we start off? Because Brian, you started the band, and I think—I mean, I can't tell you the inspiration, but you'll let us know. I was about to. Yeah. Fill that in. Is don't that... worry about it. That's just my phone oh. being all crazy. Uh, yeah. So I started the band. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was so loud. Yeah, my my t- I thought it was, was my too. Phone. So then I realized I don't know where my phone is. So we'll all take that lane. We're on the team here. That's how it works. Nobody's nobody's at fault here. Uh, just a quick note: everyone else turning. Uh, cool. um, airplane. So Brian, you started the band. You're on airplane. All right, cool. We're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't have on stage. Just saying. Um, so yeah, you started the band, but I was kind of curious about prior to because Motown was. 
I mean, it is such a classic era and such greatness came out of it. Yeah. Um, and I just want to jump back a little bit because some mm -hmm. of that greatness was locked into a group called the Funk Brothers. Yeah. And if my sources have not failed me, which they often do, <laughs> you were a member of the Funk Brothers, right? I was, yeah. Thank yeah. God. Okay, yeah. cool. Can, yeah. can you tell us about that and then maybe lead us into the inspiration? Yeah, for sure. This? Yeah. So um, about, uh, I mean, the band's 10 years old now. We're, several, we're, we're officially been together for a decade. Nice. Um, so about uh, 15 years ago, I guess, um, I, got the, I got a call uh, one day to playing the horn section uh, with the Funk Brothers for their Canadian dates, and they were touring. And uh, hmm. and to be honest, that's the only reason why the band exists, uh, is because of my time with the Funk Brothers. So really? just just being with them. I mean, of course, we've all listened to Motown growing up. Um, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. countless movie soundtracks, and you know it's been on the, the radio ever since it's been created. Um, and, uh, and so just being on stage with the crew you know that helped create those timeless classics yeah. um yeah. and uh, just yeah. being in that environment on the tour bus just talking to hearing them talk stories and uh and uh yeah just you know so it was an amazing experience and so um i um developed a relationship with with a lot of people in the band sorry the meows okay. just my, it's my cat i was gonna i was gonna wait it's my to cat ask. it's my cat okay. yeah, I heard. yeah my okay. cat i knew it was coming yeah. yeah yeah my cat's there um and uh and so i developed a relationship with everybody in the band and 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 um especially the lead singer delbert nelson um he was a good buddy of mine it still is so cool. and um so every time i came back off the road uh i i always wrote pop tunes uh, okay. being a saxophone player, uh, I love jazz, but I, I just kind of gravitate towards, uh, pop music right. more. And, sure. uh, to me, you know, soul music and Motown is really the best combination of pop and jazz blended together, uh, along with other styles, of course, you know, funk yeah. blues, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so every time I got off the road, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to write a Motown tune. And so, um, I wrote, uh, pretty much a whole record uh and and then i asked delbert to join me and we brought him to canada we recorded the record uh, rebecca nice. was a big part of that record and uh and we formed the band the first rendition of the band was called delbert and the commotions mm -hmm. and uh and then i knew i wanted to do more with the commotions uh, i just didn't want to play once a year when we can get delbert in from the right. states and right, Delbert had sense. so much going on for him. Now he's in the Detroit Emeralds now, and he's got his own show of a like a Temptations cover band, okay, nice. and a tribute band rather. And so right. um, I wanted more with the commotions. I wanted to play all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I actually I grew up with Jeff. Uh, we we we've been buddies since we were twelve years oh, old. Wow. Uh, in a band called JJ and the Brian, and uh, and and he's he's so good and so talented, and I was like, Jeff's too busy. He's he's not gonna say yes. He's not gonna say yes. And so I called him. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'll do that for sure. And yes. and then and of course Rebecca, huge part of the band ever since the beginning. So the next you know phase of the band that's why we called the record volume two was because it was like a rebirth of the okay. band you know now we're just okay. called the commotions and we got both jeff and rebecca and Mackenzie fronting the band and nice. and then we've been 
going strong ever since. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. So how how did really you go is. from U three to deciding that twelve was enough? <laughs> is twelve enough? Though? Well, the the new record has yeah. is twelve enough. Yeah, exactly. That's a good question. Yeah. Horn players just got a horn play. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They need a section. They yeah. don't do it alone. There's some of that. that the, the new record actually has twenty nine people on it. What? Okay. 12 yeah, twelve enough. clearly so wasn't 20, enough. Twenty twenty nine musicians <laughs> on the new record. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But our oh. live show, we're we're. I've pared it down to 12 because 13 is just crazy. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and above that is also a little crazy too, just logistically. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Okay. So you started the band. Um, have there, I guess there's been like, there's a lot of people involved. So how do you like manage that? It just feels like it could be chaos if not run properly. So you must have a pretty tight system of just keeping everyone together and like, I can imagine just rehearsing and everything else is going to be like calendars and it is. It's a, and, yeah. it's a lot of going back and forth, but uh, but I love it. I mean, everyone in the band's great, so they're all they all make time for the band, yeah. uh, especially Jeff and Rebecca, and um, and it's it's just fun getting everybody together. So for rehearsals, you know, if I book a rehearsal, I just booked a rehearsal for September. Okay. So I'm like, you know, um, but I booked it in. The beginning of July. So I'm usually a month and a half out of like a gig or like, because both Jeff and Rebecca and countless members in this band all are in other amazing projects and they have their own amazing solo careers um, that, that I have to kind of, you know, balance out and kind of figure out scheduling, you know, what, what are we going to do? You know, I can only imagine the chaos of trying to manage that, but (laughs) I wanted to touch back to uh, Rebecca and Jeff and kind of hear your guys' origin story from your perspective into joining the band. I know Jeff and Brian are friends, but Rebecca, maybe you could share with us how uh, you came to be a solid member of the Commotions as well. Well, um, I remember when I first got the phone call from Brian because I think it was that you... Was it... Did Did the Jazz Fest gig happen ahead of the album or was it the other way around, Brian? That's such a great question. This, or no, yeah. it was, but we've been playing together for forever. Before we had that. like it was oh, a specific okay. gig that 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 was coming up for Delbert and the Commotions, and I remember you called me and explained to me the scenario mm. with Delbert and everyone. Mm. And I think the I think the idea was that I would sing some some harmony stuff, maybe feature on a song or two, and I was just totally over the moon yeah. just because it was like. I had wanted my whole life to be able to share the stage with a band like that, you know, with such a powerful, yeah, like, yeah. force. Yeah. And so when Brian called and explained the scenario yeah. to me, I was yeah. like, yes, I will absolutely do that. I will do whatever, and I'll do whatever. Like, if I'm just, like, ooing, like, from the curtains, that's fine, too. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that, that happened. So that was sort of the beginning for me. And then... Amazing. We collaborated in the studio with Delbert, and uh, I think there was a, there was a duet number, and, and then I think I was doing mostly harmonies at that point. And then when the second album started okay. to come okay. into talks, um, that was when I guess things had been reformatted a little bit, and Delbert was 
back home kind of doing his own thing, but mm-hmm. Brian wanted to carry on. He's got this incredible band, and so he wanted to find right. uh, some yeah. some local people to front it. And so that's when Jeff and I mm. uh, really became that's much more that. heavily involved was for album number two. And we all collaboratively wrote that mm. one together. Um, I was sort of more nice. lyrics lyrics and like a little bit of m- melody um, finessing and uh, and lyric finessing right. you know so it was it was a, okay. a definitely a very collaborative effort on the writing yeah. on that but um, we all sort of had the opportunity to influence yeah. it with our own flavors and and then yeah, yeah here yeah. we are now album number three and it's just kind of like it's similar it's been similar for like the last couple so, years now this is sort of a an approach that works that the influences work. We don't, you know, clobber each other, I think, because we all bring such different artistic influences to the table. And mm, that's important. Yeah, yeah, and so here we are. Yeah, <laughs> with such a big group, I can imagine you could get in the way of other people's ideas and maybe not getting your own voice heard, uh, all these different things that come into play. Ego, but it doesn't seem like any of you uh, have that ego issue. I mean, Jeff, is this true? I mean, <laughs> Are there any egos involved well, I, here? I know you're an honest guy. I am the president. <laughs> That's why we saved this question. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, no we, we all get along quite well. Yeah, I, I mean, see that. We, and we have, um, we all, I mean, have so many things on the go. Like, we play a lot, like, yeah. all independently and then and together whenever right. we can. Uh, so Crazy. I don't think anyone is... And any none of us, nobody in the band is like clamoring for spotlight right. time. Gotcha. You know, yeah. we, we we can all scratch that itch somewhere else um, if we need to. So when we, we come to the sense. commotions, we kind of come like as, as as a team, and like mm. we, we have a, a cast of, of very talented musicians, yeah. and uh, and everyone needs to get a turn to just kind of show what they can do. There's no, it's, it's not like you know, um, we're we're doing other things with our time just about everyone in the band is a professional musician like we we, yeah. we spend time on stage it's not it's not our only time on stage when we're right, in the band right. so it's not like look yeah, what i can yeah. do you know yeah. it's you know how are we going to make this song um how, how are we going to make this song come across and 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 how are we going to get the audience excited about it mm-hmm. and so we kind of really come at it with that mentality and just have a good time and we you know enjoy each other's company so that very, helps as well helpful. Helps, yeah, yeah. No so just as you were all kind of touching on just the process, like the writing process specifically, and then jumping over to the recording process, you recorded, I guess, after the second album, approaching the third, were there any like specific ideas that you had in mind or things that you wanted to do differently as you sort of prepared to dive into that third, that third album? Um, use other people's money as much as possible. <laughs> yes. Mm. OPP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the recording musicians get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, oh, fully uh, understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's costly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, we've, I mean, I guess the, the other aspect of it is the writing process, the recording process, and then uh, even well, I guess it's equally important, but the part that I guess you sort of get to release the mm-hmm. music energy to the public is the live show. What does that look like in preparation? I know you mentioned the rehearsal scheduling out, but just as far as like putting it together, are you guys, are you arranging the show specifically? Or are you playing things the way they're recorded, or is it some improv? How does it work? It's de- definitely a lot of improv, um, but uh, 
so, some things are are played like the recording, and then other things we kind of we tend to open up when we're playing live. Yeah. Uh, so we'll extend solo sections and uh, vamps, and you know, um, trying to feed off the audience. Uh, going back to the recording, actually, what we did different this time around is we actually recorded this album twice. Oh. So huh. we we uh, we went in the studio and we recorded all demo tracks. Uh, and then that gave me time and and Jeff and Rebecca time uh, to really tweak each song, uh, what works and what doesn't work. And so when we went back the second time to record, uh, things were a lot more you know solidified. Um, I think what we did differently this time around, like the second record, we almost wrote in the studio, if I'm not mistaken, Jeff and Rebecca. Is that... We some of it we wrote in in the studio in real time while we were creating, but but Mm, this time, like a lot of the songs have been in our repertoire for a while, so they were able to mature a little bit, Um, and I think that was really the big difference between volume two and volume three. What do you guys think? I mean, I feel like um, because of the the thing we shall not speak of, uh, the pandemic. Like we had that two years of just kind of, (laughs) (laughs) of like, you know, chill time, uh, time for things to just sort of settle and simmer and reflect. And it didn't feel like that long. Like if it's, I think in regular life, if you just were like, Oh yeah, I was just sort of vibing on that song for two years before I really decided like how, (laughs) how I wanted to sing it, (laughs) that would be crazy. But just because of, you know, What happened? It's yeah. like that two years. It was, yes, it was 24 months, but it, to me, it felt like four months. Like it really yeah. did. It's crazy mm-hmm. how it just like, it's this blip in time that wow. just passed, but we got a lot done artistically, you know, I mean, we recorded yeah. an album twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like right. in that way, it was much different <laughs> yeah. than any other exactly. album ever. We really got to, to like think about decisions. We were there was no, I, I never felt, pushed you know what I mean I had a lot of heads up like Mm, like Brian would be like we're gonna record the vocals for this song in six weeks and so you know I had time to really (laughs) plan my approach (laughs) yeah Yeah, getting that headspace so when you're in the studio I'm I mean I guess it could be but do you have the full band or is it the core that's sort of leading the way as far as like what things are going to sound like how does that work so for pre-prod, we had the whole band, um, not in the studio, but just rehearsals. Okay. Right, um, okay. In the studio, um, we'll do you know rhythm section together, right? Uh, record all the bed tracks, and then um, what we did actually, we we just got the drums and bass, uh, even though everybody else was there, and then I brought in uh, Dennis, our piano player. And uh, I rented like a Wurlitzer, Rhodes, a Clav, uh, an organ, and then he just had fun. Uh, yeah, and so we did like that. Fun. And then David, our guitar player, came in. And uh, our engineer, uh, Alex Masternardi, him and I uh, co-produced the record together. He played he played some guitar on it as well. Nice. And so, so we just really took our time. And then we brought the horns in. Uh, and then we brought vocals in. And then other things so we have a full full uh, string orchestra on the record as well nice. so so that was done separately as well nice gotcha. and then uh and then auxiliary percussion and things like that were all after that vibes <laughs> glockenspiel yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot, Brian. And just for like for our audience, I was curious if you could tell us the other. Let me do quick math. Nine names of the band members that are missing today. <laughs> yeah, sure. Absolutely. So in the horn section, uh, Ed Lister. And then we have uh, Eric Littlewood. And then we have Mike Lett and Kaylin Roberge Toll. So that is the horn section. I play saxophone as well. Nice. Uh, the rhythm section uh, is my identical twin brother, who's kind of here because I'm here. Ah, okay. uh, his name is Jeff Aslan. Our bassist, the happiest guy on the planet, Ken Seeley. Uh, guitar player is David Gaw, and our piano player is Dennis Lim Sarazan. And then our other vocalist is Mackenzie DeMillo, and that makes all 12. Good job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a follow up to Jeff, um, I'm not going to ask you the name, I'm just kidding. Um, what do you, what, like, I know you guys have a lot of things going on outside of the Commotions band. Do you tend to do other genres outside of the Commotions to kind of play around with, or do you, are you guys strictly soul and Motown performers? Um, I, I, mean, I play a little okay. bit of everything. Like, so I'll do, uh, mo mo more than anything else, I do a lot of solo and duo shows, uh, and around Ottawa. Mm. Um, so I'm doing like a wide range of songs. I played in a piano bar, like a dueling piano bar for oh, like wow. 10 oh, years. That's cool. So my song list at this point is over a hundred, uh, over, over 1500 songs. Yeah, at this 1500. Point. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. you give me an internet connection with, with access to lyrics and it, and it gets bigger, <laughs> but like, um, I, I, I mean, I play a lot of songs, a lot of different and, and the style of music I play on any given night generally depends on who's paying ah, me. fair enough fair enough <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> but i mean obviously i lean i lean pretty heavily in soul r&b blues that's where um that's what i grew up listening to that's that's you know what i grew up singing along with so that's that's kind of where i reside so the commotions fit quite well in what Beautiful. i'm comfortable with and what about you rebecca i i started in jazz i think probably my roots are in jazz um at a jazzy family. My grandfather was a jazz piano player mm. um, back in the day, and that was his okay. full-time gig. Cool. So um, I guess, you know, he influenced my mom's taste in music. And so then when I was growing up, there was a lot of just classic jazz playing in the house. And so that's what I started singing on. Um, but I always knew that gotcha. I really I really connected with soul music. Um, and so that's probably been also at the forefront. But recently I've been branching out into all yeah. sorts of kind of more like ethereal cinematic um kind of like more lush soundscape type music and and so not so okay. much um yeah. throwback retro vintage motown vibes anymore but i mean i'm still doing i'm still doing right. that with the yeah, yeah. but uh yeah it's funny yeah. i i think i get I get into these weird zones where like I'll I'll be listening heavily to something and then that'll be like the next sort of vibe that I want to try to convey in my music. Like I've always loved listening to right um like folk rock and southern rock and kind of like rootsy a little yeah. bit, you know with a little bit of a, a southern influence and I yet I've never recorded anything of that genre mm -hmm. but I think that's probably okay. what I might do next. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ah okay. Yeah. I look forward to yeah. that. And Brian, I know you do a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you even have time to do other things outside of managing the commotions, but what types of uh, music do you play outside of this band? 
Uh, well, I mean, being a saxophone player, um, I get thrown in a lot of different, uh, different projects and different genres from, um, pop to ska to, you know, whatever, um, much like Jeff though, like whatever, you know, whatever the client wants or whatever, you know, whoever is paying, you know, me to do something, you know, tomorrow I have a recording session for, uh, it's a horn section and it's, um, like kind of, uh, like a rock. Uh, and then, uh, I've done a heavy metal record I've done. Yeah. So, um, it really depends on the day, but I, I always come back to soul music. I, I love jazz. I mean, I, I studied jazz, you know, in university and I still do still take lessons and, um, and it's, uh, but I really got into, you know, the arranging side, uh, you know, horn arranging specifically. Um, and, um, and I haven't stopped really. So I always come back to, to Motown and soul music. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm mm. going to pause quickly. I feel like we're, uh, I just feel really peaceful. I don't know if it's the nature that I'm hearing. <laughs> the birds There's chirping. a little bit of a cat influence a little earlier. Now I'm yeah. hearing some birds or yeah. possibly even a cricket. Oh, there is, a, there is just the cricket <laughs> yeah. right outside my door here. Uh, and it is, it is looking for a lover, okay. I think, or something. Is that what they do that I for? That. Is anyone impressed <laughs> by my ability to pick out creatures? It's pick really out sounds, good. yes. I'm, uh, I'm impressed by it. I, I'm, it is. It's cool. I was sitting here and I was just getting lost. I don't know if it was the voices or if it was. And I was like, it's it's the nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very zen. Yeah. Very it zen. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If my eyes close a little. It's just yeah. I'm at peace. But I was also impressed, Brian. And this is something that I've talked about and I've thought about a lot. Um, as musicians, you get to a point where you're busy in your career. You're playing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even practice. You're just learning songs. But you mentioned something that. I hear every now and then you said that you're, you're still taking lessons, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you talk absolutely. to us a little bit about that? I mean, the reason behind it and what it yeah. does for you as a player and as a person? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could always strive to be better. I mean, every time I pick up my horn, uh, I just try to be, even if it's 15 minutes, I try to be 15 minutes better. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, and, and, uh, and I, I feel that me taking lessons still... Uh, and I've been playing saxophone for, well, let's just say I should be better than, than I am uh, for the amount of time I've been playing. Um, I, I feel that it keeps me on my toes and I always have something to strive for. Uh, and that's, again, you know, I, I do that with arranging. I've taken a bunch of lessons uh, over the last couple of years during the pandemic um, with uh, various people just to, you know, sharpen my skills. And, and I just... St- for the lack of a better term, I steal ideas. Boring. Everybody does yep. it, you know, yep. like we like I'll see a horn voicing, you know, I love Tower Power. So I have like countless Tower Power transcriptions that I've analyzed. I've been like, oh, I like that voicing. That's a good voicing. So I kind of take it and I do something with it, you know, and it's 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 on the record, you know, and, and uh, it's, you know, because we're influenced by those or I'm influenced by those sounds and we're influenced by those sounds. So. I'll take transcriptions of Chicago and Tower of Power and, you know, yeah. James Brown and, you know, all this, all these amazing artists. And I'll be like, okay, so what makes these so great? And I do the yeah. same thing with saxophone solos, like transcriptions, you know, I'll do right. these yeah. transcriptions where I'll, I'll like write out these saxophone solos. I'll be like, okay, what made this so great? And I analyze, okay, he's mm-hmm. playing this note over this chord you know, he's playing this kind of sound or this scale or this rhythmic motif. Yeah. And then I try to incorporate that into into what I what I do. Wow. 
Sometimes successful, sometimes not successful. <laughs> but that's why I take lessons and practice. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 It really is. And a valuable lesson for people listening that you're never too good to not keep learning. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Always, yeah. always be learning. Now, I know yeah. you, you and Jeff have been friends for since 12, which is an incredibly long time. Yeah. Jeff, when did you start yeah. your musical journey? When did, did you decide that you wanted to actually become a musician? Um, I mean, my, my entire life, there was never anything I, I ever wanted to do anything different. I, I started kind of making sounds on, on keyboards when right. I was five. Um, uh, I started taking lessons around oh, wow. eight okay. and then nice. within the music school that Brian and I both went to, uh, in our, in our little suburb, um, they had a band program. And, uh, when I was 10, um, I met uh, Jeff, Brian's brother, and we were in a band called the Jam Jacks at 10 years old. So I was, at 10 was my wow. first band. Uh, and so there was like one teacher that was, I think, the bass player. Um, and then a whole bunch of, like there was nine kids in that band. And the following year, um, we, uh, they basically, I, I don't know, like I, I guess made, decided to make a trio and it was with Brian, Jeff oh, and myself. Okay. And then uh -huh. the band leader was a bass player. And then we started, that was the JJ and the Brian. And yeah. Yeah. Throughout, throughout all of that, um, I, I've never wanted to do anything else, you know, like when I was a kid and, and I, I can say this honestly, like even in elementary school, when teachers were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be a musician and I want to be happy. And that was it. Wow. And that's, yeah. you know, that's all I've ever wanted to do. There was, there was never anything else. I've always been kind of drawn to music. Um, I've, I have a pretty good ear. So I was kind of always drawn to doing, uh, listening, like driving long drives with my family, listening to Motown, uh, compilation cassette yeah. tapes uh, my mom and I would just we would sing along and and like the rule was you you never sing the melody you always harmonize wow. so like wow, even as a kid cool. we were just picking harmonies my mom was a, is an alto in their oh, church okay. choir nice. so we you know I've always just sung along to stuff and and specifically Motown blues BB King um, Stevie Wonder it's kind of where yeah. um, where I've, I, I've I've done most of my learning uh, and continue to learn every time I listen That's to beautiful. them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's so important to have parents that support your endeavor as well. It sounds like your mom was really supportive of you becoming a musician. Ooh. Yeah. I, I mean, they, like nobody in my, my my mom's extent, like her her brothers and sisters all play guitar, but my neither one of my parents ever played an instrument. My mom just sang. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I just took to it kind of yeah. naturally. Like, uh, So they, they were just, you know, tickled uh that that i could play and and when we when yeah. brian jeff and i started playing um we were basically like the the showcase band for this school um so we'd be we'd be playing gigs like i was playing gigs at 11 like in front oh, of malls wow. um, yeah. um we did we did like a, a canada day ceremony in front of like six thousand people in barhaven when i was 16 wow, no pressure nice. um we never got paid for any of those gigs, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean they, they were just you know they, they've always been super proud and super supportive. That's incredible. That's um, really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. How how long did JJ and the Brian last? <laughs> Before you, I think we two years. About five. Five uh, years. No, no, like five years. Well, no, you we did like a. It started when I was eleven, 
and when I was 16, we did that bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was at least six years. Nice run. Longer than the average band. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) How come it wasn't Brian and the JJs? Did you ever debate about that? (laughs) Horn players got horn play. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. hilarious. (laughs) Rebecca, did uh, did you know, similar to Jeff, early on that you always wanted to be a musician? I did. Yeah. Again, for me, it was one of those things where I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And, um, okay. Because my mom grew up in a, in a household with a full-time musician, she understood, uh, the hardships that come along with it and the traveling and the, you know, the struggle. Um, and so I think for that reason, she was always sort of encouraging me to think about, what else you might want to do you know she was never saying like don't do music but she was like music's great but you should also just think of like one other thing that that might also make you happy and i just couldn't like i just couldn't think of another thing that would make me Mm. even half as happy as music um i find now like as an adult i can think of more things probably just because i know about more jobs you know i i'm like oh i think I would really enjoy working with animals, (laughs) you know, which is something that I never really thought of as a kid. Mm. Um, Mm. But yeah, no, I knew right from day one. And Mm. I think it was sort of maybe not great that I knew I wanted to do music because it it caused me to not try very hard in in any sort of school subject that wasn't ever going to be related to music. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) like maybe, maybe in science class, I wasn't really very attentive just because I already had this idea in my head that I was like, I'm never going to need science. I'm a musician. Of course, I regret that now. I I wish I had listened a little harder. My dad's a science buff, so he's usually able to answer any sort of query I have. Got you. Got you. Nice. Okay. The original yeah. Google. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know if you have or if it's in the works, but I mean, because you're all based in Ottawa, right? Okay. So for the rest of Canada, like, have you done any traveling or is that in the cards? Because I know we'd love to see a show closer to like Toronto. Do you, are you doing shows outside of the Ottawa area? We are like uh, we're playing Montreal next month, um, okay, nice. in just a couple of weeks actually. Nice. Uh, we played um, typically play we'll play festivals. Uh, okay, just financially, it's really hard to bring the band uh, outside of Ottawa yeah, for yeah. for a door gig yeah. or anything because yeah, the the really commotions is is really the the Brian Aslan bank account. So uh, <laughs> I I'd like to stay married and uh, um, no, she's very supportive though. She's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played London uh, Sunfest, which was an amazing festival. That's we had cool. a great time there. Um, we've played. Um, Summer folk in the past. We've played Orange Jazz and Blues Festival in the past. Okay. So really hoping that with with this release, um, you know, dropping in October, uh, yeah. festivals start looking at you know picking up bands in November, December, January for the following season. So we're hoping that yeah. we can create enough buzz that we can get on a bunch of uh, different festivals' radars to, to to play. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying there about just uh, logistically getting everyone together and travel. Yeah. That gets it's tricky, pretty pricely, and hotels yeah. and yeah. the whole rider. Your rider could get out of control. If yeah. there were, if there was a member in the group who would be the, uh, I guess, 
have the potential to get the most out of hand with the rider, <laughs> who would that be? These are juicy questions. You could say me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the people want to know. We we we'd have to we have to <laughs> specify here because sure. out of hand with the rider. Are we talking like really nice bottles of wine? Because if so, that would be Rebecca and me. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, 100%. I like it. Let's break it down. We yeah. can go by category. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Snacks. Huh. I, honestly, I don't want to say because I feel like I would insult anybody, but it wouldn't be Rebecca and me. I would wine sacrifice and snacks and for if it was like tequila. It'd be, it'd be Ken and me. Oh yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair. I would sacrifice hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, funny. okay. All right. That, that's. I'm just gonna make a note, Jeff. One second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They better be nice bottles of wine, though, Brian. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. Fifty dollar bottles yeah. of wine. Yeah. Thirty dollar room. Uh, here is my car. Yeah. Yeah. The best is drinking that's like amazing. a, yeah. a really you, nice Ricky? bottle of wine thing? from like a little. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Hotel, uh, like water, the paper cup. We've gotten into that. <laughs> a nice, yeah. a nice wine. Yeah. In like, Classy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Class it up. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 plastic and wax coating of this cup. Really <laughs> the notes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The Chablis. Oh yeah. So Chablis. Those, yeah. The, just the wax cup makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. I hate those. Things. Yeah. It's like paper yeah. straws. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for the environment, yes, but... It reminds yeah. me of when we were kids and we'd have to do, like, the seconds. fluoride thing, remember? I don't know if you guys did that in elementary school. We'd do the fluoride yes. thing and then you'd, like, yeah. swish it around. What's the fluoride yeah. thing? Oh, when we were kids in school, they would... Well, in my elementary school, they would... In school? They, like, the dentists would come to the school and we'd all, like, do a little fluoride swisheroo. No one else did that, eh? I don't remember that. Man, Did you do oh, that? we had like no. fluoride day. <laughs> I, I just we went to the dentist. We would have like a little swish of fluoride. Fluoride and day. Fluoride and we would day. swish it in our mouths and we'd have to walk to the end of the hall and back. And then we'd spit out the fluoride. And that was like our, like, that was like part of our. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> That's what I think of oh with the goodness, wax I've cup. Never heard Did of you this ever before. see anyone trip with Someone a mouthful of fluoride? Someone watching this podcast is going to ah, be like, fluoride ah. day. I did it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's actually funny. We actually went to like so Jeff and I went to the same elementary school, but um which my kids actually go to now. But Rebecca cool. went to the elementary school like what 50 yards mm-hmm. away. Like we shared the same playground structures. Oh, yeah. yeah, we shared like yeah. each school. We would break your snow fort. Yeah, she went to she went to Elizabeth. Like, you guys would make yeah. a snow fort at recess. And yeah, then we'd the, come out for our recess and break all yeah, of your yeah. snow forts. And yet we never knew each other. Yeah. Uh, big rival. Big yeah. rival, right? The, <laughs> yeah, there was oh there was some battles. There was some there was some snow battles. <laughs> That's impressive. For sure. Yeah. Storm the gates! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you've all been kinda connected since way back when. Yeah. Way back when. Way yeah. Back Origin stories are crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Crossing yeah, paths early to listen on. To too. Yeah. yeah, the fluoride thing is weird. Yeah. 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 I was so yeah. sure that all of you guys were just going to be like, yeah. 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 Oral B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, try it. yeah. Oh, now I, now yeah. I remember the floor. No. 
Yeah. Our um, school did not spring for yeah, fluoride. <laughs> 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 fluoride days. So. Take a walk and spit it <laughs> out like over walk there. For a minute. Anyway, I don't want to hijack this and make it yeah, all. Stop about taking your friend with a mouthful of fluoride. <laughs> no, I mean you can. This episode has been sponsored by R.O.B. and Colgate. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Super. Right, I'll get back to that thought later today because I'm not done with it. But I don't want to waste anyone's time because you got like five minutes left. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun talking with yeah, you yeah. all. I uh, I do look forward to coming out and hearing the band live. It's it's, it's exciting. I would love to. Uh, yeah. Get the backstage pass, which I'm throwing in, so I could, you know, do the whole thing. I'm Check out done. who's done. staying true to the riders and all yeah. that good stuff. Bring a bottle yeah. of wine. Yeah. I will. Wine. Wine. We'll, sure. we'll tell our man at the door. I'll bring let the plastic you in. cups. Not really a wine guy, but are you? What about a box of wine? Would you accept that? A box of wine. Yes. Uh, sure. Oh wait. <laughs> There's twelve of us. I mean, that's a fair. That's, that's curious. I thought he so meant like. People. I thought you were like saying like a box. Like I'll bring you twelve yeah. bottles of wine in a box. But no, you mean a box, a box of, of wine. Bottles? <laughs> <laughs> box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah. boxed wine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spout. Sorry about the confusion there. <laughs> no, that that would be yes, a case, yeah, Rebecca. No, that okay. would be a case. <laughs> yeah, sure. Noted if you're listening, they will accept cases of wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. I mean, maybe we could get. Do you have one more that we could get in? Do you guys have any questions for Dariki? He loves me. Why not you? <laughs> I mean, why put me on the spot? I don't think up? they have any questions. Nobody cares about me. It's about the band. Oh, boy. No, we're wow. not doing that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. No. Oh, well, <laughs> that's fine. Um, that's another podcast. So I guess we want to make sure that we let people know where to find yeah. you, mm-hmm. uh, check out new music, uh, what's coming up. And shout out the single stuff. and the release date of the new album, Volume 3. I believe it's October, October yeah, 20th, absolutely. right? Yeah. October 20th is the uh, the album release date. And the yep. new single that's out right and, now? Uh, the new single, Feel the Commotion, uh, is available for streaming on all platforms, which is really, nice. really exciting. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, lots of people are sharing it, which is really nice to see. Beautiful. So, well, uh, yeah. And uh, all you super fans out there, it's Feel the Commotion, not Feel the Commotions. Keep oh. your hands off me, please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it took me like 1.5 seconds. <laughs> Gotcha. That uh, was a song. And I realized, yeah. Uh, that is funny. Yeah, it's fair. I could imagine uh, that you have your fair uh, share of reaching hands. It doesn't so. happen often. I'm just hey. projecting. <laughs> just looking to the future. That's awesome. Oh, man, yeah, you guys have been great. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Do you guys have any other to. shows outside of the band that might be people could check you out? Jeff or Rebecca? Um, I mean, I'm... I'm playing with a with a blues trio called Hirojo Trio that we went down to Memphis, Tennessee and won the International Blues Challenge right before the world shut down nice. for two years. A really, really nice. fantastic um, band. Nice. That's cool. I'm yeah. putting out my third solo record that I recorded in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Cool. Um, probably the week after we released the Commotions <laughs> nice. record. Ride that wave. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's uh, that, those are the major ones now. But nice. I'm, I'm in nine bands. So nine. It's hard to keep track. I'm wow. also doing a Ray Charles tribute act with, with uh, City Folk that both Brian and Rebecca that's are cool. a part of. Oh, we should do a time uh, management right, podcast with the three of you. Holy nine bands! That's <laughs> yeah, 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 we got lots of stuff. We got yeah. lots of stuff. Um, that's cool. What about I've you, got, Rebecca? And Rebecca. Uh, I've got an album coming out shortly after the commotions as well. I don't have a date for it yet. I'm a little scattered, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be before okay. the end of the year. Okay. 
Um, and that one's going to be coming out nice, nice. Cool, in two exciting. languages, which is a, a very, probably too ambitious thing I decided I would do a mm. couple of years ago. So I've written an album wow. in English and Go now I'm, I'm kind of like, like reinterpreting it. it and performing it in French as well. Um, and then I also have wow. uh, another, <laughs> another project called The Peptides, which uh, we're also working on another album coming out early next year. And then... Uh, nice. And then uh, Brian and I play in cool. a James Bond-themed... Uh, what would you call it? It's like a review. It's like a musical review of all of the anthems of James Bond called Decades of Bond. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a theater show, and it's very glamorous and very fun. And uh, so that... That show is currently touring around Ontario. Um, so if you Google it, you can, decades of nice. Bond, you can see if we're playing in a town near you. Ah, that's awesome. Very cool. Really, really cool. Brian, you got anything you want to shout yeah. out other than commotions? Um, I, I, um, well, I'm doing the Decades of Bond. So that's a, a Ed Lister's project, which is really, really fantastic. Nice. Uh, and then uh, I'm doing this uh, Ray Charles tribute with Jeff for City Folk, which would be a lot of fun. Oh, that's impressive. Cool. And um, yeah, that's like I think that's everything that I'm doing right cool. now. Commotions takes up most of my plate for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love I'll that you guys are happy doing to do all so. these different projects yeah, no with each other outside. Yeah, I'd love to see a Sven diagram of all of the projects you guys are part of. <laughs> Ooh, I would yeah. like that too. <laughs> Honestly, it's, <laughs> it's it's a very it would be a very busy. That would be Venn wicked. Diagram. Yeah. I'll actually be up your way uh, in, in Toronto opening for Downchild Blues Band in November. Okay. Oh, nice. So I'll be, I'll be doing a bunch of dates uh, cool. opening for Downchild across Ontario nice. um, for Down about Child? a month um, after my release. Okay. Downchild Blues right, Band. I'll bring the wine. Yeah. I'm looking forward cool. to that. I think, I think I'll be playing at the Elma Combo at okay. the end of November. Okay. okay. Nice, nice mm -hmm. venue. Cool. Nice venue. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we can check you out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we hit it at 45 right, right on the nose. So we did. Wow. We'll have you back if you'll yeah, I mean, you let, let us. Oh, absolutely. It was a great conversation, guys. Yeah, be fun. Really sure. appreciate it. Really taking was, the time. Yeah. All yeah. three of you. Hopefully, we can yeah. get maybe a fourth. No, I'm just joking. You guys are fine enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the full 12, man. Yeah. We just get two cameras. Yeah, just like no kidding. Six yeah. people yeah. in each room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We right. could do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like totally a Doctor Phil panel discussion. Would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are not the. And fun. now you got to close this out with your best Doctor Phil impression. Doors <laughs> open to whoever wants to take it. Good know. night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time. <laughs> no, that's just me. That's not Doctor Phil. That's just me. Oh man. Uh, until next time, be well. <laughs> Stay Thank safe. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thanks for having Thanks us. For <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>